This North Carolina triad-based podcast is proudly brought to you by an amazing triad-based business. Ashley McKenzie Sharp with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Whether you're in the market for a new home or not, I'm willing to bet that you've at least thought about making a change. And with the fluidity of real estate and interest rates, your strategy may change by the day. But you know what? There's a nationally recognized loan originator right here that can pivot with you. Need a full qualifying approval to make that competitive offer? Maybe a quick turnaround on closing is the little something extra to help you win the home. Ashley McKenzie Sharp can help. And if you're not moving, there's a decent chance you have more equity in your home than you realize. Ashley can help you turn that equity into a long overdue home renovation. Whatever your approach, just give Ashley a call and check out your options. 336-748-4599 or email ashleym at fairwaymc.com. Ashley McKenzie Sharp, NMLS ID number 100776, is a licensed mortgage originator in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 2289, equal housing opportunity. This is the Triad Podcast. No like, one needs light them on now. That's not yeah. now, now you're in mood lighting. Now you're in yeah. the dark. That's, now you're shiny. Brighter dark. I got shinier dark. Never be shiny. Shiny. Holy man, I'm a man of goodness, <laughs> a man of glory, a very uh, godlike father. I think oh. you're a giant singing crab is what you is. Because I'm too shiny. woman's neck. I mean, do we Just call this season, neck. is this season three? I think like season two was only like three episodes long. Can we call episode two a season or season two an actual season because it was three episodes? It was like maybe we we did ours the way Game Swamp. of Thrones just just did it. Like yeah, you know, we're just gonna do four episodes for the final season, it's like and, and they're all gonna episodes. get progressively worse. <laughs> I think we did one of those mid season breaks that are so fashionable now. They are. That's what the kids do. The kids, the kids are like you only need three episodes to be a season. So yeah. well, season three, one of us had to move. I know. Oh, look, you're A-Dub. Move? Look, look, you got like a nickname. Should I have I a nickname? Dang, A-Dub. I guess, A-dub. I guess, I guess there's no point in like hiding our identities if we post the video. Wait, wait, let's, let's, let's make our nicknames, our I'm screen the... name, our AOL screen names. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Here's the problem Hang is on. that well, I'm going to change this and then I'm going to use this. <laughs> you're going to jump onto a work meeting. Into a <laughs> yeah. work call. Nobody, we're just having a blast. I can't believe we just discovered the rename function on Zoom in July of 2022. How many, approximately how many saved away message templates did you have? Uh, I don't remember. You would have saved away messages depending on were you in class, were you sleeping? I think I called it. Were you at lunch? I'd be like classing it. Let's just do this one. That's what I'd be like. I'm classing it, y'all. When you left an away message when you went to bed, that was the most likely scenario to leave like a music lyric or a famous quote. Be like, you know how I'm going to get a girlfriend? I'm going to put in my away message profile in Comic Sans font. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things and no good things ever die. Welcome to Triad Dads with a Drink. Happy face (laughs) and then sad face because it's our first Zoom edition of Triad Dads with a Drink. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. It only took us how many years to get to this point? <laughs> I know we're two years post. We're like lagging the pandemic by two years. This was or, supposed to be a once. Or, this was supposed to be a once a month thing, right? Are, are we early for the next pandemic? That's right. That's right. Monkeypox really, pandemic. Monkey pox? Come on. 
So Dave just you know, moved. I only saw Dave, like Dave, yeah, you've, you've got a, you've got a lot of boxes there behind you. We can see you. People can't this see is, you. Well, how, how are you doing, man? We're doing all right. So yeah, we're like what ten days in at this point. And for those listeners out there, this could be an entire dad conversation, right? Like, how fun is moving once you have kids? Not fun, not. man. Kids have a lot of stuff. Like they come with a lot of literal physical baggage. Rocketed dad bod is Adam's current name. I like this. We're gonna just like sleep. Oh, and dad, 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 dad. I like that name. Sorry for the listeners dad, out there. Dad, seeing, dad, dad, dad. Yeah, not seeing our uh, our wordle game here. So, uh, but no, it's pretty good. Um, kids have had a couple up and moment, up and down moments. Like you know, figuring some things out, feeling good, then breaking down into uncontrollable tears. You know, for a little bit, which is cool. Uh, so it's it's going, it's going. We got. I don't know, like maybe 75% of the house unpacked at this point. So enough that it feels like we're not living inside of one of the uh, 7,000 storage units that continue to pop up across our suburban landscape, like monkeypox in in our world right now. So for the uninitiated who, uh, for whom this is their first podcast, or if they haven't listened to us since the last time we posted a podcast, which is what, February, um, this is is Triad Dads with a Drink. It is a podcast dedicated to uh, all things uh, related to fatherhood uh, in the Piedmont Triad region of North Carolina, though one of our number. uh, And the extended, uh, and the extended. Oh, he's rocking the Ardmore shirt. Nice. I am. Very good. One of our number is is no longer has relocated. So he is no longer in the immediate triad area. He's right. Another... It's like another triangle-shaped uh, triangle area. Because yeah, that's right. what North Carolina apparently is like. We only name cities after triangles. Three. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, so, hey guy, cool. that, also for the uninitiated, uh, hey, guy that was just speaking, who are you? Uh, my name's Tim. Uh, I am a father. I've got two kids and a wife um, because I'm married. Uh, and uh, I, my two kids are uh, uh, Chicklet and Piglet. Uh, and they are uh, six. The, the one's almost seven, almost seven. We're two weeks away from seven. And uh, and the other one's eight. And uh, um, yeah, that's that's me. How about you, Guy? Who are you? So I'm Adam. I'm also married. And I have three kids. Did not, did not have another one in the amount of time in between podcasts. Could have. Didn't. Uh, could actually actually couldn't have and you can go back to hear stories about that in a previous episode go oh, check out right. our archives that's available right. on the triad right. podcast network mm-hmm. hear all about that process uh what are your orders sir <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback go listen to a previous episode to understand what that means and and if there may have... be a slight delay when we talk to the other guy because he's so far away uh, yes. right. So forgive it. It's similar to when you're talking to people on a moon yeah. mission. Yeah. We're traveling longer distances That's from it. here right. to, to parts unknown. We're going to see if like, we're, we're not going to give away your location Dave. We're just going to say triad extended. That's right. That's right. Um, just the Eastern bounds of the triad. That's right. That's right. I, like uh, that. I have, I, like that. I have three kids. I have Cody who is, uh, will be nine in that same two weeks as, as your younger daughter. They share a birthday. That's right. Um, I have Picky Eater, who lived up to his name yet again tonight. And we have almost 18-month-old Nugget. Great day. 18 our, months, our daughter. Man. Yeah. She just, turned, she just passed 17 months. That so. child man. is something. She's a cutie. Cannon. She rules the roost, man. She rules mm-hmm. the roost. Um, 
guy from eastern way east portion of eastern of triad. triad who are you so i'm dave uh i'm married uh, i got two kids sneak and star i think that's their names right I forget their names every now and again sneak and star seems about right uh and yeah i'm broadcasting from the the eastern edge of the greater triad metropolis region um, which is really good. Excited to expand the Triad Dot Dads with Drink and think of all the new breweries we're going to pick up by expanding our geographic profile. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's really, that's really, really, that's the reason for this. You know, what, they, you know what, you know what they call that day? They call that a segue, which yeah. you just talked about with breweries. Like triad Dads with a drink. And uh, we, we just discussed the dads. So let's discuss the drinks. Uh, uh, so Dave, what, what do you got for us tonight? Okay. So let's say I'll even do the visual image in case they ever showed up. So I'm drinking a, uh, steel string brewery, uh, beach, beach mania an Atlantic beach pie goza, a summertime fun goza beer inspired by the Atlantic beach pie, sea salt, oh, yeah. lemon, and vanilla. Ooh. Uh, and it is pretty delicious. Uh, and I walked there to get this, which is pretty nice. So it's a good little, good little tasty summer brew. Although I haven't been to Atlantic Beach in quite some time, maybe 10 plus years. Have you ever had Atlantic Beach pie? I've not. I didn't know that was a real thing. What is Atlantic Beach pie? Tell me about it. Tell me. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a, I'm, it, it, it's like a, a, it's got a little citrus to it, but it's sort of a vanilla, like custard pie. Um, but with like a, uh, I think they make it with a little, lemon or lime or something in there. And, um, yeah, it's, a it's a thing. I not having grown up Never going to it. North Carolina beaches. Uh, I think I found out about it through our state magazine, but I had a slice <laughs> somewhere, um, uh, sometime over the last couple of years, but yeah. what do you think? Would you have another slice? If, yeah. If I'd have another offered? Slice. Would I have another slice of any kind of pie? The answer that's is true. also yes. It's true. That's, that's a smart man. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. I got to try it. I've had the, I've had the inspired Goza, but I've never had the actual beer. So yeah, I mean, so what are you drinking? Then? Slightly different effect. Uh, I am drinking Fiddlin' Fish yes. Space Angler IPA, mm. um, which I had on tap last night and uh, uh, enjoyed it. So uh, I do a um, Monday night uh, group ride that starts and stops at Fiddlin' Fish, and uh, so after that, I had a Space Angler and thought that was pretty good. So today in the grocery store, I picked up a four pack of Fiddlin' Fish Space Angler IPA. It's tasty. That's a, that's a great beer. How many miles did you do? Oh, it just, uh, it's like a uh, 10, 12, something like that. That's it's a, a very casual, me. no drop group ride that is, um, you know, all kinds of different riders on all kinds of different bikes with different experience and comfort levels. And it's a really fun group ride. Um, that's cool. And uh, yeah, so I enjoy that one. Shout out to Fiddle and Fish. They also do like a, a similar type of reading group, right? Read like a fish or is that what they call it? They do all kinds of stuff. So Monday nights are great at Fiddle and Fish. Uh, not a sponsor, could be. Could um, be, could be. Uh, they, uh, on Monday nights, they have a run club, a group ride, a bike group ride, and uh, like bluegrass players who show up and just <sighs> like sit in the corner picking um, on their bluegrass instruments. So it's like uh, a variety of activities uh, for Monday nights, Monday nights, fill and fish. It's what's happening. And on that Making same night, they're doing trivia at wise man. Mm. And, uh, I think some kind of like pickleball or something at radar. Yes. So that whole area, like Pickle the Northern ball. edge of, uh, the industry Hill area is just a bumping in Winston on Monday nights. I feel like that's going to be a thing for us soon as talking about pickleball. Yeah. Maybe not on this episode, but 
look, we're, 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 we're full on dad life. And I don't know if you can be full on dad life unless you're a pickleball player. I've never played. I, I, I've, I've tried it and I just started learning the rules. Did you know there's a place on the court called the kitchen? Yep. You can't go in the kitchen. Yeah. Don't go into the kitchen. If you can't stand the heat, stay, stay out, out of the kitchen. What if you can stand the heat? You probably should stay out of the kitchen too. And um, because if you're, unless if you're the ball heat, bounces, unless the ball bounces, That's it's right. that classic right. adage. If you can stand the heat, you should still probably stay out of the kitchen. Yeah, that, that's the, the way the quote should be. That's true. Uh, that's true. Speaking of quotes and wise man, that's what I'm drinking tonight. Ooh, wise, man, <laughs> wise man beer, another fantastic brewery in Winston, in downtown Winston-Salem. Um, I'm drinking Circumstances of Collision, which is a dry hopped sour ale. I really like drinking okay. sours now. Um, it's got a lot of different fruit flavor it's got a fl- good fruit flavor combination of strawberry raspberry blueberry and lemon but for whatever reason the overwhelming flavor that i get when i drink it is grapefruit which is okay with me i like grapefruit mm. um, it's good it's a but every uh every wise man beer and and the actual name of the brewery is is usually after a f- is not usually but it always is after a famous quote um and this quote is belief systems thrive in circumstances of collision they are energized by their opposites. Oh, who said that? James P. Carse. Oh, good old James P. Carse. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we. That's what you call a dead fish, where it just totally puts the brakes on the conversation. That's like it's a little homework for the listeners. There, they got to go Google that themselves, mm-hmm. since yeah. we don't know the answer. We went from like fiddling it. fish to dead fish. To dead fish. That's right. The Triad Podcast Network is presented by Icon Custom Builders in Winston-Salem. We've all been there. You're thinking of making some changes around the house. So what do you do? You take to social media, ask for recommendations to make those home improvements, and inevitably, you get 20 responses and each one has a different answer. You're even more confused. Well, we're here to make it easy for you. Just talk to our friends at Icon Custom Builders. Whether it's a large or small renovation, they've been transforming homes in the triad since 2005. And like we've been saying for several months now, chances are you've got more equity in your home than you realize. So now could be the perfect time to consider some upgrades. Maybe you want to modernize your kitchen or optimize your outdoor space for entertaining. You can even restore your older home with a more functional layout and design while preserving the original character and charm. Whatever's on your wish list, Icon can help turn it into reality. Now, if you're like me, the whole idea of home renovation is overwhelming. But not to worry, Icon has a full-service design-build team that guides homeowners through every step of the process. Just visit their website, IconCustomBuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. The next part of our, of our show is usually dad moments. Mm-hmm. Dad moments. And we have, what, five months worth of dad moments that we can choose from, right? It's really hard. <laughs> That's what... There's so many. He, she didn't. No. She okay. never said that. Okay. No. All right. Not during a dad podcast, at least. Yeah, ever. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. What are you, you guys want doing? To, again? If, if awesome. you're looking, look. Instead of playing romantic, soft R and B music mm-hmm. while you're trying to get intimate, just put on the Triad Dads with a Drink podcast and just just listen to our voices. Take and out. then it's business. It's business time. 
It's business time. <laughs> it's business time. When your wife hears this podcast, it'll never be business time again. Never, ever. That's okay. We're it's adding down to my socks. It's business time. That's why they call them business socks. <laughs> this business <laughs> is closed <laughs> for renovations. It's Slappy's closed. It's going to close for renovations Man. and stay closed for two years. <laughs> is Slappy's open yet? No. No. <laughs> no. For those who are not familiar God. with Slappy's, it is the world's <laughs> finest restaurant. And it, they serve fried chicken and spicy sauce. And they closed like a year ago to do some renovations it's and they're still that, not man. open. They are actively working on the place. There's like drywall up and, you know, like I, I pass by it constantly and there's work going on. Uh, but I guess there was a permit thing, blah, blah, blah. Point is I That's haven't right. had my fried chicken in a while. 18 months. It's been 18 yeah. months. 18 months. Yes. That is not <laughs> the appropriate amount of time to be denied Mm-mm. fried chicken. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> And it's tough because the nearest place near there to get fried chicken is all the way across the street <laughs> from it's too far. Slappy's. It's too far. That's too far. Slappy's also not a sponsor, but could be because yeah. nobody wants anything more than listen to us eat fried chicken sandwich. You can on the radio. Yes. In, in anytime. Slappy's, just bring us a plate. You don't I'll have to really sponsor us. Can, can we get a plate? Yeah, we're like we don't even we don't necessarily need money for the sponsorship. We don't do this for the money, obviously. No. But if you if people are willing to give us free beer and food in exchange for promoting the hell out of their business, yeah, come mm-hmm. to the yeah, right place. The alternative is us just talking about fried chicken for free. Yeah, that's, that's right. They did pretty good on this episode. They yeah. got like a good night. They got like a good nine minutes worth of airtime. Yeah, they did pretty much. Yeah. You got so a good dad, dad moments of the week. What do yeah, we got? You got a good dad moment. Who wants to go first? I'd go. I'll give you my funny one for this Let's morning. Let's go. Uh, so right in the midst of the move, uh, this is Dave. Uh, so working through things, one of them was like, you got to get the Wi-Fi set up, right? So um, had to dig a router out or uh, yeah, router out from a couple of years ago. Uh, things seem to be going good. And then we've noticed in the last couple of days, the Wi-Fi just keeps dying, right? Like in the middle of a Zoom, it just goes out. And uh, I was like, I got this podcast tonight and I cannot have spotty internet in the middle of Triad Dads with a Dream, right? Bingo. That is not going to happen. Bingo. Also, maybe the fact that my wife works from home and it died out in the middle of one of her like Zoom presentations was a contributing not important. to this, but mainly, not mainly the podcast, man, mainly the yeah. podcast. That's right. So I do what good dads do, right? Like what's the first thing you do? You do some Google research. I got in there. I got like multiple tabs open. I got the CNET recommendations. I got the wire cutter. I got PC Mag, right? I'm comparing. I'm learning about backhaul channels on Wi-Fi mesh networks. I'm getting like a little master's degree in Wi-Fi networking, just you know. And so then I find I find one. I'm like, this is the right one. This is the good price to performance ratio, right? Like a dad. Like I want something good, but I want it to be cheap. I want it to be cheap, so I find a good one. It's a cheap one. It's at Walmart. It's at the Walmart near me. I'm like, perfect. So last night I do the like order it, pick it up. It'll be ready tomorrow. Pick it up in the drive-through. I don't have to go in the store. I'm like. Done. Winner. Love it. Done. Boop, 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 boop. I wake up this morning. It's like, your item is ready for pickup. And I was like, great. So I'm going to go pick this up and then ride into work. Everything's going to be good. So I go, I'm like following the signs on the way into the parking lot, right? Because it's a new one. There's a little signs that say pickup, right? So I'm just following the pickup signs all the way through. And it's like, I sit down, I you know, get my car in the little, I see slot number one. I pull in the slot number one. It's like, pull up the app. It says, put the number of the slot that you're in. So I do slide one. Boom. I'm here start chilling right 
it's like five, mm-hmm. ten minutes, five or ten minutes goes by, right? Like, I mean, it's like seven forty-five in the morning. There's nobody in this parking lot. Nobody's coming out. I'm like, what is going on? So I like look around, and I'm like, man, this is weird too, because like, you know, normally you'd expect the pickup spots to be in the front of the building, but these are not. They're on the other side of the parking lot. Like the Walmart's like a hundred parking lots away, and I'm like, that's gonna suck for us to walk this Wi-Fi router all the way out here. But confirmed, I'm spot one. Go back to chilling. <laughs> Another five minutes, ten minutes go by. All of a sudden, look, I'm like, I'm in that damn Best Buy pickup line. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> yep, wrong store. Wrong Were you store. at least at the right Walmart. I was at the right Walmart, just but in the wrong store the parking lot. I was at a Best Buy parking lot uh, next to the Walmart. So then I had to like go. Did it not have a big to- Best Buy logo on the number sign in the parking space? And it did have a Best Buy on it. And <laughs> hey, just to be you, fair, the color scheme is similar. There was a lot of blue, blue, and, and some yellow, right? It is doubly bags. I like. I don't know what I did. I like jacked my foot up because I'm 40, and you know, I went to sleep on Saturday night. And I was fine, and I woke up on Sunday, and I couldn't walk hardly. So then I got to like get out of the car and go like stumbling, right? <laughs> like I'm like limp walking through the Walmart trying to find the online pickups desk. I mean, like heavy feet. Finally, I got there, and they're like are you David? And I was like, yeah, I'm David. They're like, here's your router. <laughs> so that was like to the Best Buy. Should Right. Like I was like, I'm going to go sell this to Best Buy right now. This should have been a five minute process. It was like, oh, Best Buy's like we got routers. <laughs> no, they're like, come on. Yeah. So that was my super awesome dad moment of the week. <laughs> Best Buy is like, we got somebody sitting out in front of our store for an hour. We still can't get him to come in and buy a router. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? God, would you say three bucks? What's an hour worth to you, pal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know this. This is oh, like something. That's me, Tim. And I think you and I talked about this when we were all on vacation back in June together. And I said, you know, whenever we want to buy something, especially if it's electronics related, we just ask Dave, "Hey, what did you buy?" Because there is not a human being on earth that will do more research about a purchase than Dave. Yeah, I like I, to make a spreadsheet. Though to Dave's uh, point, though, I think that it, it is is definitely like a part of the dad job description to do a deep dive, like like uh, and not always on, like tonight. My deep dive was on uh, weight control food for cats. It's <laughs> like, no, I need to know. I can't just get something that says weight control in the box because one of our cats is getting kind of fat. <laughs> and so, Sorry, body positive. One of our cats is becoming uh, more pear-shaped. And, uh, more pear-shaped. <laughs> and so I'm, uh, you know, looking around to find a way, you know, uh, she's, she's getting to be a bigger girl. And um, I'm, I'm looking around to find something that'll help with that a little bit because they seem hungry all the time. It's like, all right, maybe I'll get some like weight control food, you know, some food that's a little more formulated with the higher protein and, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, so I did a deep dive on that. So, you know, that's awesome. Routers a better, <laughs> better thing to go down the rabbit hole. I, I enjoyed my time more. That's for absolute yeah, that's that's right. certainty. That's right. If think- you want to know about moisture content, crude fat, crude protein, uh, I can, uh, I can yeah. take you through that. Dave, I think, I think at least three gifts within the last four years for big occasions, whether it's birthday or Christmas or Hanukkah, at least three gifts from my wife have just been recommendations from you. <laughs> Sorry. She, she, awesome. she, she, she texts you and says, Hey, I want to get this for I, him for <laughs> this occasion. 
what yeah. did you buy? <laughs> yeah. Got any thoughts or recommendations? And I'm like, oh, let me go to town on this. Yeah. I'm ready. One, I'm one, ready. Was a, one was a digital meat thermometer. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, for that was, digital meat. Yeah, you like it. Yeah. You like it. Go get that meat. Uh, Tim, what's your dad moment? Uh, dad other, other than Other than making sure that your, your cat as a cat dad that you are feeding them responsibly. Yeah, man. There's so many, like we've, we've been gone for so long. I, you, we got cats. That was a thing that we did. That was we planted thing. a planted a garden that is doing beautifully. Um, you know, every day I go out and, and get like, you know, zucchini and eggplant and stuff out of my a little raised bed. Um, and uh, that sort of thing. But I think that the dad moment of the week, this is something that I told you about, I think, Adam, at the time, but I never told Dave. So we were all at the beach um, yes. about a month ago. And we were staying at houses across the street from one another. Uh, uh, Adam's family and and my family in one house and then Dave's family in a, in a separate house across the street. And uh, so in the house that we're staying in, which which happens to belong to uh, Dave's in-laws, um, there was a moment that occurred when one of my children, uh, I'm not going to say which one, but she's smaller than the other one, um, <laughs> uh, decided to grab onto the towel bar and kind of hang from it a little bit mm. in one of oh, the yeah. bathrooms. Well, <laughs> not designed for that, popped right off the wall. And so here I am, I'm like, okay, this isn't, you know, this isn't just some random rental house. You know, this belongs to people <laughs> that I know, you know, you know. so yeah. I took it upon myself to repair the situation, to repair oh the towel bar. Unfortunately, there are no tools at my disposal, except for no. what's in the junk drawer. And the yeah. junk drawer is a little junk. Drawer. Yeah, Dave was not a lot of, at the time. There's, yeah. yeah, there's there's not a lot of junk in this drawer. So not a lot of junk in that drawer. Not a lot of junk in that trunk. So with the contents of that drawer, which included a little stamped metal piece, uh, you know how sometimes when you order something, it'll come with a little tool, but it's like yeah. a crappy little tool. Uh, yep. You know, it's like a throwaway wrench sort An of thing. Wrench. I, I used one of those. It was about that long and it was like a stamped metal uh, wrench. There were no Allen wrenches, which would have been very handy because yeah. I needed a small, a tiny Allen key to do the thing because the the towel bar was one of those where you had the cleat and then you have to hook the thing on top of it and then catches on. Yeah. Yeah. And it catches on and then you you have to tighten a tiny little Allen wrench. Yep. So it was one of those, but I didn't have, Oh, and plus uh, there were mount, there were uh, anchors in the drywall. So basically using a pair of scissors, that tiny little wrench and, uh, and then cutting apart a um, one of those plastic uh, outlet covers, I was able to essentially um, take one of those little cleats that had been recessed into the drywall, pull it out, create a washer out of the uh, outlet cover, use that to uh, keep the, oh you know, to like extend the cleat out and then screw it all back in and repair the towel bar uh, like new. Um, That's amazing. So that nobody had That's to worry amazing. about it. But it That's was amazing. It, it felt very MacGyver. Uh, I was to say, that was like straight up MacGyver. You yeah. MacGyvered it. And it, it felt like a dad moment. And at the time I was like, I got to tell Dave about this. And then you, uh, I went to the beach and you had a picture of bloody Mary's and I forgot to tell you anything. Somehow it just disappeared from your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow. Oh my Not God. Sure that's I amazing. Am. Sir. So, uh, well done. Well done. It's impressive. Did you Nobody go to Sears, knows. Adam? 
did we get your dad moment? No, no. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so mine happened, I guess this was about a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago. Um, we were, we were here in, uh, in Winston and it was, uh, it was, a, uh, I think it was a Saturday morning. So we'd had breakfast and we decided we were going to, we were going to go take a walk around the neighborhood, all, all five of us and the dogs. So, uh, we've got this little route that we do around the neighborhood and, um, and so we get toward the end of our walk and we're coming back toward our house and I'm, I'm trailing my, my wife, my younger son, picky eater, um, are in front of us. I've got the, I've got the dog. Um, and my wife is pushing nugget in the stroller and I'm, we're hanging back maybe a hundred yards and I'm talking to, to my oldest son, Cody. And we're, we're chatting, we're looking at each other. And, um, so we're not really looking in front of us, right. On the road that we're walking and it's our street. It's the street that our house is on. And, and this, this, where we are at the time is, is three houses down from, from our house. And I just happened to look down at the street right before we arrived there. And there's a copperhead snake right in the middle of the road. Wow. To the point where if I had noticed it a second later, my son, Cody may have stepped on it. Yikes. No. Yeah. So I, I get his attention right before he, he steps on it. We avoid it and we walk past it and like, we're, we're, (laughs) we're trying to catch our breath there. Like that was kind of a scary moment, especially with a, with a copperhead. So, um, so we said, okay, well, we can't, we can't just leave it sitting there in the middle of the road. Like we're going to, we're going to, this, this serves no good purpose. We're going to, we're going to get rid of this guy. Um, me as someone who is not someone who's confident around snakes, you know, I know that a lot of people they'll take their shovel and they'll just try to like cut off the, the head of it. Right. And that's, and then it's over with, I said, Nope. I said, all right, boys hop in the car. We're going for a drive. <laughs> <laughs> a very specific drive three houses down and, and, and we went we got in my car went down the driveway and about four or five times back and forth till <laughs> that thing was flattened across every inch of its body yikes wow and at that point you know all the neighbor kids could come out and look at it and and whatever and and we just we we i was hey, gonna come see this flat snake yeah. but it was one of those i crushed like, the hail i, I could have i could have taken a shovel and said okay well, what do i do with it now like i wasn't gonna put it in our in our dumpster uh there i wasn't gonna like just take it in a shovel and drag it uh, across to some woods uh there wasn't a good place to put it that wasn't in like someone's yard and it was but it was dead but so i just said well you know what we're gonna leave it here for a while i bet a bird a vulture something comes to get it carries it away and so we left it there and sure enough when we went out and checked it i I think we looked at it maybe like later that night or the next morning yeah it was gone so so fast forward a little bit and adam's running over a vulture (laughs) yes right (laughs) yeah and then we saw the vulture eating that it's like all right we're going for another drive get back in the car kids yeah did you smell cucumbers did you were near the copperhead oh so there's a thing that supposedly angry copperheads smell like cucumbers. What? 
What? He was in the car, so maybe he couldn't smell it so well. Couldn't smell it. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I've I've never experienced this, but the 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 tail anyway smelled like dinner. Is that copperheads smell like cucumbers, especially when hmm. they're uh, like angry and uh, you know coiled, ready to attack. And yeah. I don't know why. Um, it's some kind of scent they release. I don't know. I just I don't know if I've actually ever seen a copperhead in person. Really? Like, no? That was real that was the first one I'd seen in person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seen plenty of uh, black snakes, but never never a copperhead. You guys ever? I guess you haven't, Dave, since you just said that, but. You, have yeah. you ever had an encounter with a snake like that? Well, where uh, so copperheads are about the only major venomous snake we have in this area, right? Um, but back home in South Carolina, there are a bunch more. There's uh, cottonmouths and rattlesnakes and that sort of thing. And I've seen a few here and there, especially rattlesnakes. Um, I've been in the presence of a rattlesnake sounding the rattle. Um, but I, I was pretty would freak me the hell out. Yeah. I, I could, I was close enough that I could hear it, but I wasn't like actually within striking distance of the snake. Uh, somebody else startled a rattlesnake and I, I heard the rattle go. Um, but a cotton mount or a a copperhead, thankfully, um, the, uh, we had some yard work done, like, uh, where they cleared out some space down near a little Creek at the back of our, uh, our lot. (laughs) And um, one of the guys said that they saw a uh, copperhead down there, but I, I never saw it myself. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather not. The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals, such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kid's college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located at Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com, jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Guys, I have something very important that I want to tell you. What is that? I brought the wheel from Dave's garage and oh, yes. into my office. I was so nervous about that. I didn't know what was, was going to happen to it. Yeah, because that was, look, I mean, you no longer live in the house where the wheel was mounted. That's right. But I but made sure, I made sure. Building. That's right. You remember, yeah, we, we followed him there. We followed him there for, for one show. When the beer got stolen. But yeah, when the beer got stolen, but then you brought it back to your house. And so before you moved out of town, I went and grabbed it and brought it back here. 
That's good. I saw like a ring report of somebody breaking into the garage in the neighborhood, but now that I know that it was you, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm pretty call. excited. You can call off the dogs. And call off the police. So shall we spin it? Let's do it. Yes, let's spin it. That was amazing because Zoom definitely thought that was background noise that needed to yeah. be. Zoom uh, tried to cut out the noise. It, it's, it's, uh, supp- it suppressed it. You yeah. can't suppress the wheel. You can only hope no. to contain it. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, it landed on Tim. Oh, sweet. How about that? So for those for those that uh, need a, a reminder or are first time listeners, we spin the wheel of topics at this point of the show. Each one of us comes up with a topic to ask the other one, and we spin the wheel to see who gets to ask. And if your name doesn't come up on the wheel, you don't get to ask your question, and you save it for the next podcast. So hopefully, it'll, hopefully, out of the three spins that we do, it'll land on each of us once. Yeah. So um, my topic that I, I wanted to discuss is, uh, you know, all of our kids are getting older uh, because that's how time works. Uh, <laughs> it, it only moves forward um, as far as we keeps know. keeps on slipping. It keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Um, so, uh, you know, our, as our kids get older and start to demonstrate more uh, independence and start to get really excited about things, uh, and enthusiastic about things. Uh, I was curious as to um, what are some things that you're really seeing your kids demonstrate like a real enthusiasm and, and independence uh, towards, you know, that they're really seeking out independently and showing like a sort of deep and abiding enthusiasm for, especially if it's something that's, you know, kind of surprising that you didn't see coming. It's my topic. That's a good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, so I've definitely started to see this a little bit more in my, my oldest son, Cody, and the things that he gets really enthusiastic about are, um, you know, he, he, he plays sports a lot and he does activities and and those are all fun and everything, but he doesn't really have like a, a, you can just tell, like when you tell your kids that it's time to do something or if they want to do something like their face just lights up in a different way for certain things. And we've seen it this week because, uh, my oldest son is going to a Lego camp oh, cool! Um, at the, uh, the Milton road center, uh, downtown Winston is, is hosting an inventive builders camp day camp. Oh my gosh. And his joy and enthusiasm for going to that has been different from anything else that, that we've taken him to. Um, so that's been really cool to see. Um, he's really into that, you know, he's gotten into like some of the hobby type toys, like Beyblades, and, and certainly he loves his video games, but man, him and his brother have like his brother picky eater have really connected on Pokemon. Cool. And I didn't realize Pokemon was still a thing, but like <laughs> they, they collect cards, they trade cards, they, they battle with each other. It's like the one thing that they can do together that doesn't really start a fight and they can actually play in a, in a, in a diplomatic fashion. Um, and so that's, those are kind of the things that he's shown enthusiasm for. And I think he's also shown some enthusiasm about um, us giving him some independence you know, yeah. like letting him go out and do things on his own. We started letting him um, go to his friends' houses without us going with them. You know, we we live in a neighborhood where he can walk to to his friends' houses 
Um, so we say, yeah, go hop on your bike, see if your friends are home and want to play. Um, and just giving him the freedom to choose like what he wants to do, where he wants to go, who he wants to go see. Um, he's really kind of, uh, he, he feels really proud of himself when he can go and do those things. So I'd say, um, you know, some of the, like the, the inside hobby type of toys like Lego and Pokemon and stuff like that. And then, um, discovering his independence, um, have, have become the, the, the things that he's really shown an enthusiasm and a real joy about our younger, our younger son, picky eater is still kind of finding his way on a lot of stuff. He, he goes along with his brother on a lot of things. Um, the sport of football is, is always going to be something for him. Like he loves playing football, flag football, and, and he loves like leaning into the actual, um, presentation of it. Like when he plays football and other sports, he has to wear the right equipment. He wants to make sure there's a referee. He has to set the rules. He's got to make sure that teams run out of the locker room before the game starts. There's got to be a coin toss, all those kind of things. And so, um, he's still young enough to the point where he's, he's, he's still discovering the things that he really loves and, and wants to do more of, but we're starting to see it a lot more with our older one who's, who's about to turn nine now. And, and the independence is really, um, is really inspiring him. I'd say. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. That's the, cool. uh, the, uh, letting them go on their own. That's, um, that's a challenge I think for us. Um, some of it's just logistical, like, like, um, I, I, I just worry. Cause like sometimes the cars are a little fast yeah. on our street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that, that freaks me out a little bit. We don't have sidewalks on our street and, uh, it's a popular cut through. Um, so, I mean, at some point I'm going to have to let go of that, but, uh, for the moment, it's still something that's a little bit of a challenge. It's one thing if I'm watching them and like in one direction on our street, it's a cul-de-sac. So, um, you know, it, it's one thing to let them go in that direction. Uh, but it's, um, so that, that's one of those areas that, you know, I mean, eventually <laughs> it's going to be a thing, but uh, it's tough. It's a, it's a tough, it's tough to know when to exercise that independence um, and when not to. So kudos on figuring that balance out. I mean, we're, yeah, we're still figuring it out because there's, there's things that we probably don't have a short enough leash and some things where we, where we don't have a long enough leash with those things. But, but, yeah. you know, we're at the point, the, the good thing is that, there's technology is, has will allow us to be able to like gizmo watches are are kind of the thing now for kids that are kind of um, evolving into that phase of their life. And so um, something where he can, he can wear it and it's not a cell phone, um, but he can wear it and be able to send just very brief messages only to a certain number of people to be able to say, Hey, I'm here. You know, like if he goes to a friend's house, he can tell us, Hey, I'm here. And we can send him a message to be able to say, Hey, it's time to come home and check in on them. You can track them and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, technology really allows you to, to keep an eye on them a lot more. Um, but still like, yeah, when, when he leaves the house and go down, goes down the driveway and we're not walking out of the house with him, we're there, there's a still a certain degree of paranoia that sets in when that happens. What's the upside to technology? Because technology, but so many things about modern technology are, are, they give me much more anxiety than the idea of letting my kid walk, you know, a block to a friend's house. Like that, that's something that I, 
you know, feel a little trepidation about, but eventually we'll get over. But like, on the other hand, when it comes to the idea of like giving my kid a phone and, and full access to like social media, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'd rather give them, you know, a bottle of Jack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, it just feels like, especially, I mean, and honestly, like I, I, my, my kids are girls. And I think especially the way that there's a lot of inter- interesting research yeah. out there about the effect that social media has, especially on young, on young girls and, and young women uh, psychologically about, you know, feelings of, of being less than and yeah. uh, the, the bullying and, you know, all that. And gosh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I'd rather them, you know, roam, for miles and miles uh, through the city streets, then yeah. let them, you know, get an Instagram account, but yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so what about about you? You? Yeah. What about you, Dave? Dave? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting on the, the independent side because the move is precipitated a lot of that. Right. And so kind of to just jump up what you guys are talking about, because it's been really top of mind for us. Um, is how much autonomy we give them on going out of the house by themselves. Um, and it's mainly just because this is like a little pocket neighborhood. So there's like 13 houses and there's no roads when you're inside of it. It's just sidewalks. So in some ways it feels very safe, right? They can walk from one end to the other without crossing any roads. It's also right. We're coming out of like however many years of being same thing, like on a pretty busy, like we were the main street into our neighborhood and cars would drive by at like 30 miles an hour. So they were never allowed out by themselves. Um, and like COVID where they just, you know, nobody was doing much of anything. Nobody right? was loud out. Um, right. So it's kind of just all, all, all that hitting at the same time. And so there's been some ups and downs and part of it's like, you know, like we're trying to unpack and try to find out like, you know, they don't, you know, so that's been, um, I guess what I would say is it's, it's like the two steps forward, one step back, right? Like we make some progress and we think we're like getting to a place where we feel good. And then like, you know, something happened where we're like, oh, you know, we got to like wind this back a little bit, you know, and you're going to try to talk to the kids and um, help them start to develop their own uh, internal self-regulation, right? Because that's the big deal. Like, will they get to a place where they can self-regulate and be like, I I shouldn't go past this point because I know that it's not safe. Um, Yeah. And it's just tough to feel, feel a hundred percent comfortable with that. I, yeah. I have no That's right. kids. I feel like there's probably one kid who you're a little yeah. more <laughs> secure yep. about their self self regulation. Same for us, you know. Yep. That's there's right. One kid who is, you know, one kid is the super ego. The other kid is the id. Uh, yep. And that's uh, right. That's right. Uh, it's been interesting though, because right, like so you realize like the peer effects, and so there's um there's just like, there's more girls around and particularly like girls that are just a couple years older, like, you know, nine, 10, 11. Um, and so they, you know, star, uh, you know, as she wants to be with it, like she, you know, you, you can see that starting to happen. So it's like, oh, okay, I'll go, you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, where, where'd star go? Like sneak sit, why sneak sitting here and stars gone? Right. Like, right. This is, this is upside down. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's all those all those fun dynamics. Um, and in terms of enthusiasm, yeah. is that is that what you'd say that the kids are showing a lot of? Yeah. So the biggest one. So so Star in particular has really like in the last couple of months has just gotten into reading, like which is so funny because we fought like hell with her to try to get her, you know, when she was 
going through the part, you know, process of learning how to read, she'd be like so obstinate about it sometimes. Like, you know, like she'd get frustrated, she'd stop, she didn't want to do it. Um, and then when it clicked, um, it's just been like, you know, gangbusters. And she'll wake up in the morning and just go find books, right? And spend hours just reading. Um, and so that's been cool to see her really start to develop like her own interest in books, like the own things that she wants to do. Like she wants to go pick books out. Um, it's tough because sneak still is not at that place yet at all. So then that sometimes is a thing, right? Like starts like, I want to read for two hours and Snake's like, I'm bored. So like trying to get him to find his thing, like Legos, right? Like I wish we were in that Lego camp. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, so it's pretty good. I would say a quick pause while I'm on the, on the talk to go ahead and pull out my next drink. And so that I wouldn't have to leave the room. You wow, can't see it on the radio. You. Is this an ice bucket? Oh, it's yes. It's a hotel ice bucket. Ice bucket. Well, I don't have a bucket. fancy ice bucket next to me, so I'm going to go grab a beer real quick. Just I'm going to go grab mine as well. Just one beer in my ice bucket. Oh, all my friends left. This show is presented by The Ginther Group, a real estate team based right here in the triad and the only ones we trust here on the Triad Podcast Network. I've been podcasting with Blake Ginther and his team for a few years now, always blown away by how well the experts at The Ginther Group can make sense of a rapidly changing and oftentimes chaotic real estate market. I know I feel smarter after each episode we record right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Then when it came to sell a home, I chose the Ginther Group. They steered me in the right direction at all times in terms of how much time and money to invest in order to maximize the things I wanted out of the transaction. And we ended up selling for nearly 10% above asking. Look, I can't guarantee you the same results, but why wouldn't you at least meet with them and see what's possible? Call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com to see if the Ginther Group can help you own your future. Now back to the show. All right, Tim, you're up. Yeah. So uh, in terms of what the kids have shown enthusiasm toward, uh, reading is a big one uh, for uh, for my big one, big one for Piglet. Um, she uh, reads constantly. We got her a Kindle for her birthday. Um, cool. And uh, between... Um, checking out books from the library on that and uh the amazon kids thing where they have you know sort of free reign of a whole library of books directly from amazon she will just read for hours um our kids were sharing a room uh for a long time and then about a month ago we um separated them into two different rooms uh and uh right before the beach trip actually we uh we separated their rooms and um that has been really interesting uh it as a part of that we were able to like rearrange their rooms and one of the things we put in uh, piglet's room was a little reading nook and we also kind of created a little reading space in uh, chicklet's room as well um, and so that, that's been one of the things that they've both been doing a lot. Um, they're both, yeah, getting to that point, especially, uh, Piglet, since she's going into third grade, uh, it's that switch from, uh, learning to read to reading to learn, um, mm-hmm. where, where, you know, she can kind of like, she's got the mechanics, she's mastered all that. Her vocabulary is great. And she's starting to get to the point where she, like reading is just one of those things, you know, like a fish doesn't know it's in water, right? Like she doesn't have to think about the reading part. She can really focus on the content. And so that's been cool. Uh, I feel like she learns from her books in a different way. 
Um, so that's been cool. Uh, but one of the other things I've been really enthusiastic about, um, they've been enthusiastic about a lot of things, uh, helping out with the cats, you know, uh, we got cats a couple months ago and they've been, uh, very into like, you know, just helping with feeding the cats and cleaning the litter box and all that stuff. And that's useful. <laughs> um, but the other thing that they've been enthusiastic about lately is, uh, just making that cash money. <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah. They have been into um, doing so. So the other day um, they go and, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, our street can be a little bit busy, uh, but, you know, we know a lot of the neighbors, but also there are people from uh, we live in a small section of a of a large neighborhood. Um, like we we live in a little section that's like 78 homes that is, you know, a part of a of a much larger area known as Sherwood Forest in in Winston Salem, um, and uh, so within our little nook, like we know a lot of the people, uh, but then also people come and go. So like it's not a bad spot to set up a little lemonade stand or whatever, you know, out at the end of our uh, sidewalk uh, on the street. So <laughs> they've done that a few times and they you know do pretty well. Well, one day they were making bracelets, the little bracelets out of elastic bands. And they go out and they decide we're gonna we're gonna sell our bracelets and and we're like uh, 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 my wife says you know well what what are you, what are you gonna sell them for she goes oh well we'll give them away but we'll we'll put out a tip jar so they go out and they and they set up their free bracelet stand and they put out a tip jar and then uh, uh, after like you know and and they're getting ready to go to gymnastics or something so they can only do it for a little while so they're out there for like twenty minutes. And, um, and, uh, my wife's watching them, you know, keeping an eye on them, but, but not interfering. And after a while, uh, you know, she's seen a couple of people come and go, well, they come back they got 20 bucks, right. Yeah. Uh, from, from doing that. And so I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, a couple of days later, they set it up again. And this time, uh, it's a day, uh, the kid, the kids are in camp this summer day camp, but, uh, it's only, it only goes four days a week. So on Fridays, uh, one of us, uh, and it's, uh, the last couple of times it's, it's mostly been, uh, my wife just due to, you know, meetings and things that we've had other stuff going on. Um, but, uh, she was home with them one day, but she, uh, had a, um, uh, there's a high school age kid down the street who babysits for us sometimes who came over to watch them while, um, while my wife did some work. And so they had set up their little bracelet stand. They were out there for a little while. And before you know it, they come in and they were like, we sold all our bracelets. Do we have stuff to make lemonade? <laughs> so they make lemonade and then they go out there and they do more. And I don't know how long they're out there. I'm at work. I, I get a text from my wife who says, they made eighty-two dollars. Whoa! <laughs> All in tips <laughs> from giving oh. away free bracelets and giving away lemonade. Uh, so I don't know, man. I think I got some hustlers on my hands. What I, a what a brilliant idea! That's amazing. They've don't got a model. don't sell something at a fixed price. Nope. Put out a tip jar and. Instead of getting a dollar or 50 cents for a glass of lemonade, somebody might put a five spot in there. Hey, you know what? It, 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 apparently one lady was like, my daughters sold lemonade uh, for so long and it, uh, you know, uh, it was, it's so much work here. Here you go. And give them 20 bucks. 
What? <laughs> it's nuts. People are crazy sometimes. You know, people don't have cash anymore either, which is like, well, like right, you exactly. Twenty, so like, I guess you're getting twenty. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? If you're if you're not selling it, you're not obligated to carry it. Change, right? Because uh, yeah. it's not it's not a shop that you're running. You're yeah. just it's just you don't even have to pay anything. Just take yeah, the bracelet. Right. Just take our hard earned work. Just take it away. But you definitely don't want to be the the a hole <laughs> that just takes the glass of lemonade and doesn't put anything in the tip jar. So it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's not, and 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 this was all done without our input. They, I, you know, all, all we said was yes, you can do it. Everything else, it was their idea. It was their idea to give it away, and we've got this jar on our kitchen table now, just full of cash, and it says tips on it. It's really funny doing that for our next garage sale. Hey, yeah, there you go. There you go. It's not the worst thing. Tips I'm gonna only. come by and take that. It is. Wow. Yeah. You can set totally, up a cash app. Totally stealing that. I'm totally stealing that. That is, that is brilliant. Kudos to Piglet and Chicklet. But what I liked about it was that it was it showed initiative and enthusiasm. And like yeah. while I don't exactly want their main passion in life to be like slinging bracelets, you know, out on the street, uh, I I I it was just really fun to see their imagination take hold. And man. Once they really started cooking on it too, uh, uh, my wife said they were like just making those bracelets as fast as they could, trying to keep up with demand. They didn't realize that it was really going to go, so they're just popping them. Supply chain, yeah, that is amazing. It's really funny. So, all right, all right, spin it again. Yeah, spin that thing. This is not noise; it's spinning noise. Oh, <laughs> it's it stopped for a moment there, and then it kept spinning. So it's yeah. it's good. Just needs to get. It's, it's been a while since it's been spun. I, I need it's to WD forty. Need some WD graphite. Yeah. Uh, oh, it landed on me. Yeah. How about that? Hmm. Um, thankfully, it didn't land on you again, Tim. Because I don't know if you had a second topic for tonight. No, I have fourteen topics. Okay, that's, that's all going to be on our on our special Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> After hours, we do this because therapy isn't covered under our health insurance plan. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. Uh, no, it so is. here's something it that is. might here's something that might be uh, therapeutic. We, we can boost each other's self-esteem. Oh, boy. Because my question is, what is a dad characteristic about the other two members of this podcast that you admire the most? Aww. A dad a compliment circle. Yeah, I like is. it. I like it. Oh, that's so nice. And since uh, since it's my topic, I don't have to go first. So is it, you, you basically just said, "Go on, boys, <laughs> tell me what you Y'all like about me. Things, me. <laughs> Shower okay, me in, in compliments. I'll jump in first. Uh, so, Adam, one of the things I think is amazing about you, and I uh, am, am always impressed with. Uh, you're a, a dashing man. You have a beautiful radio voice. Go on. Uh, um, but no, seriously, uh, not that that's not serious. Uh, the way that you are so engaged and involved, um, like as a coach and in sports, uh, with your kids, um, mm, is something, is something that I, I just never had that. Like, it was just not a part of my relationship with my dad. Like, you know, not, not for good or bad. It was just, was that was a different thing. Yep. Um, 
And I've just like never even contemplated that's something I could do. Right. Um, and in some ways it's like terrifying and <laughs> seems exhausting, but I see the way that, um, you're able to connect with your kids, but then also peers and friends of your kids and use that as an opportunity to, you know, to, to coach them, not in the sport, but also in growth as a human and a person, um, I think is pretty awesome. So that's something that I think is, is pretty amazing. Like one memory that always sticks out to me about my childhood with, with my dad was, um, like he was my little league coach and he drove, he drove a truck. And I remember just, sitting in the, sitting in the front seat of, or the the passenger seat of the truck on our way to a little league game. And he would like, let me make the lineup card, you know? And, uh, didn't matter if I was batting lead off and pitching every game, he would, he would always like allow me to take part in that. And so like, I just remember stuff like that. And yeah. And, and that's one of those things where like, I don't know that I'll do that kind of stuff when they get older, because, the older you get, youth sports just gets really crazy. And that's that's a totally separate conversation that we can have that's on another right. podcast. So, you know, while they're really young, like it's it's just it's fun. Like you just it's all about the joy and having fun and everything. And that's those are the most important things. And those are the, the lessons that you try to instill upon them. It's not about, you know, the how much they're playing and decision making about strategy and and you know, whether or not your kid, you know, the kids are gonna get noticed by scouts and crap like that so um yeah it's it, it is exhausting but it's 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 something that like i'll i'll definitely look back on and be and and be um grateful that i that i did it that's awesome and tim uh i some of this comes back to the 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 old pod days of not casting but shared child learning um but the way that you can create a world for the kids to find themselves in, I think is amazing. Like, you know, things that you were doing, some of it was with like the shared homeschool, but I've seen it just like when we've had our kids together, right? Like you can get in there with them and almost create a, uh, a little bubble of reality. Um, you know, it could be around a task or it can be around gardening or it can be around play. Um, but I see the way that your kids and our kids like all together, right? Like, or it's almost like Pied Piper, like in a good way. Like they're just, they're so in that world. Um, it's like a 100% immersion. Um, and I think it's just pretty amazing the way that you put yourself in there and you also, um, you know, jump right in. Um, but just create these these experiences and these environments that the kids get just completely lost in. Um, and sometimes it's it's tough for me to feel like I'm fully engaged and fully immersed in doing like everything I can. And I see the way you do it. And that's something that is um, an inspiration for me. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a high compliment. I, uh, I, I really like um, playing with the kids uh, and trying to have imagination. Um, it's hard. It's hard some days, um, you know, when we're all together and we're having fun, it's a lot easier, but uh, I think it's a lot tougher when, you know, you're working, you get home, you're trying to cook dinner. Um, but it's, uh, that's a good reminder to, to try to try to do that as often as I can of really, uh, trying to meet them where they are. And, um, Hey, thanks, man. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll go next. I, um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll start with Adam also, uh, Adam, your energy is intense, man. Like, um, so we all went on, uh, for the listeners, we all went on beach vacation, 
Um, and um, we, uh, I, I would put our kids, my wife and I would put our kids to bed and then I'd be like, all right, well, that's it. And then, you know, Adam and his wife would put the their baby to bed. And then uh, the other two boys would be like, all right, guys, we're going to the tennis courts <laughs> or he'd just take them outside and he'd just run them. He would just run them like, like, like dogs <laughs> at the end of the day where you're like, well, these dogs have not exercised enough and they will never <laughs> relax until we get all this energy out of them. So he's taking them out and, uh, you know, um, and just, uh, it just boundless energy. Uh, you got hustle, man. You're always hustling and, uh, you got a lot, uh, going on. And, uh, that's, it's really admirable. Uh, and for you, Dave, uh, you know, we joke about your like research tendencies and your spreadsheets and all that stuff. Like you like, um, but the, uh, the depth that you bring to, uh, uh, in your approach to parenting, I mean, you've got two very different kids, you know, uh, one who's all energy and one who's all emotion. <laughs> and that's like, I feel like both of my kids are all emotion and, and, and all of Adam's kids are all energy and you've got one of each <laughs> and, and, and it's a real, uh, 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 like that's, that's a tough balance to think. So, so I feel like you, you put in the work and you do a lot of like, reading and learning and you try to uh, uh take what you learn and share it with your kids you know um just recently uh i um i begrudgingly um recently rejoined facebook for a variety of reasons but i um i but i don't get on it very often but i i saw something that you posted um where you and uh and star uh went up to the mountains and you um were you know taking her uh sort of re-engaging her with some of your family history and you know spending time with family members and um i i just think that there's you're always interested in learning and in contextualizing things and then really like diving into the um you're you're a thoughtful guy when it comes to that I, and and it makes me like when things happen like when the james webb telescope pictures uh, uh came through i was like you know who i want to talk to about this is dave <laughs> um and and i think that that same uh that same uh uh instinct is something that your kids are going to have for years yeah. of like, man, I can't wait to tell dad about this. Um, yeah. because you know, and, and that you're always gonna like have that wonder and that, uh, like eagerness to, to, you know, sort of like research and, and learn and, you know, and maybe put together a spreadsheet, who knows, maybe <laughs> but that's, I Somebody's mean, that's got to really, track that weather. That's really infectious though. I think that it's something that um, is very going to be very meaningful to your kids moving forward. But yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. So the, the reason that, that I, I thought this was a good topic, you know, one it's, I think it's always a good time, especially now to, to have some, have positivity and highlight the things that are, that are just good in this world with your friends, um, with just things you see around you. But, um, I think it's, it's just important. Like this is a dad podcast and the things that, 
we try to emulate as dads, the things that we want to do better at because we see good things and other people that we're close to and we know. And maybe somebody listening will hear some of the things that that we admire about the way that we parent our children. And they'll say, yeah, like that's that's really cool that that, that happens. That's something that um that that I like doing as well. Um so so for me, like um I'll 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 uh, I'll piggyback off of what Tim said with with Dave and Dave. The thing that I that I admire about you, with, especially with you know whether it's with your kids or just you, is just something that they're going to I think consistently look up to you about is is your drive, your drive for for anything. Like you will completely immerse yourself in anything, whether it's totally foreign or totally familiar, and that it that I think makes you someone that will be able to connect with whatever your kids are interested in, in, in mm. so many different ways. Like if, if star or sneak decide that when they develop enthusiasm for different things, as they get older, no matter if how, 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 um, unusual it is to you because it's not something you've experienced. Like you will completely immerse yourself in it and become, as much of an expert as you possibly can. And, and you'll be able to, to always do things together with your kids and, and be interested, be able to talk to them about whatever they're doing, because you'll just be, you'll just become knowledgeable because of that drive that you have. And that's, that's something that I, that I hope that I'm able to do, you know, obviously like I grew up in sports, I work in sports. And and so I can connect with my kids when it comes to that stuff. But you know, I don't know how long they're going to enjoy doing those things. And if, if they get into other things, like they like playing Pokemon and yeah, I should probably like immerse myself in that to be able to connect with, not because I, I want to like hover over them and what they're doing, but I want to like, I just always want to be able to connect with them on whatever they're interested in. And I, that's something that I think is really cool that um, you will, you will always be able to do that because that's just the person that you are um, to, to have that kind of drive. Um, Tim, Tim, I just, I love your face. That that's really, (laughs) I love your face. Um, carefully. No, the the thing for me that, that I thought that I was impressed with, and I really, I saw a lot of this firsthand when we were staying in the same house on vacation is, um, you're just, you're, you're such a, you're, you're kind of like the perfect, um, young girl, dad, or just girl, dad in general, because of your, you show so much patience and yeah, you're so you're yeah. good with you're obviously good with words you've been good with words all your life and you can do that in a way that connects with adults of any age but also with young children boys or girls um and to to see you like if one of your kids was having a tantrum about something young kids do that all the time um you all you you had the patience to be able to talk to them in a way that was always going to try to diffuse the situation and help them feel better. Um, so, you know, too often if if my kids are are being um, are testing me, like you snap, you snap and you yell and you do something that's not productive, right? And we all have those moments, like it happens. But um, I just admire that the patience that you show. Um, the way that you can, you can use your words to try to help this better the situation. Like to me, like I see you and I think like of, of the three of us, he's, he's the most like bandit <laughs> from Bluey, who is such that's a true. great, oh who is gosh, such true. a great role model ah, as a dad, that is you true. know, 
Like um, that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me in my entire life. There you go. There you go. I'll, I will punctuate it with that. Hey, and I'll, I'll say this. Um, it, um, you know, it, and I, I'm, I'm sure if someone is listening to this podcast for the first time, <laughs> they're like, this is really strange. Uh, but but <laughs> let, let, let me tell you something and, and why uh, I think that this is constructive and good uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, I feel like um, uh, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I know that for for me, the uh, interaction between my dad and me um, when I was growing up was one where uh, I was one of four kids. Uh, my mom uh, stayed home with us and my dad went out and worked, you know, worked blue collar jobs. Um, and uh, so the interaction was all often very much one of the kind of like now, sometimes it was really fun. Sometimes it was really constructive and all that other stuff. But there was also a level of like, you know, like if we were misbehaving, it was kind of like, wait, do your dad gets home, you know, like that, like you would dread it. And there was a lot of uh, the um, it was it was a very like relate. Uh, 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 it was often a relationship that was about consequences you know it was like if you misbehave then the hammer comes down and there's always a lot of yelling and you know i i try i i don't always have the best temper historically in my life i've had a short fuse many a times and and i don't know that i always had um you know the the ideal modeling for it which i'm you know for which i'm not blaming my parents or anything but just culturally there there's a lot of you know, you look at TV dads and it's like they're short fuse and they explode and they're, um, you know, I think dads in general are often depicted as being either disengaged or historically have been as, as being disengaged, oafish, um, short tempered um, and, uh, you know, and just generally like not a not a constructive part of the family unit in uh, more of like the enforcer role. Um, and that's not the way that most dads I know are, um, it either, even when I was a kid, it wasn't. And I think increasingly now the expectation is that dads are going to be involved, engaged. They're going to be a part of their children's lives. And, uh, no matter what form your family takes that the idea is that all parents are going to be actively involved in the parenting and that it's not like, you know, and, and I think that our parents were probably raised in an environment where the, where fathers were even less engaged um, and, and so on and so forth. But um, you know, I, I'm not in a position where I'm raising boys, uh, you know, um, who, who themselves are, are going to end up, you know, potentially being fathers. Um, but I would hope that, you know, my kids will, that we're trying, what we're trying to do is model a situation where, I mean, my wife works, she's got a very important job. She's very professionally engaged. I want, I want our, again, like, like bandit and chili. <laughs> I want them to see a, a life where, you know, it does, it, regardless of your, your gender, regardless of your, um, you know, it, social expectations are changing and um, we should try to set up our kids for success. But anyway, so that, that's why I think that, um, you know, and also, man, 
we're dudes aren't always great at uh, talking to each other and giving each other compliments in a constructive way um, or opening up emotionally. <laughs> and uh, boy, that that's not working out so great, is it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like you look around society. That. And uh, that's not working out so great. So um, I think that, you know, maybe maybe we should all spend a little more time focusing on uh, the things that we actively admire about our friends. So. Yeah, well, it's uh, unfortunately when in for public figures, it doesn't make for a great headline in the in the media to say something positive. So we'll do our part here on 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 our podcast. Well, there's there's it. so much dunking on each other. You know, there's yeah. so much like burns and you know like everybody trying to score points by tearing each other down and man that's that's easy uh it's it's really easy it is it's very easy to say mean things about people yeah Uh, it's it's hard to give a sincere compliment yep yeah you know Um, well so thank you guys for uh indulging in that that was great no worries man uh all right let's spin the wheel one more time tonight here we go Is the, is the wheel spinning to a t- to a rhythm? Yeah, I think so. I think there was an arpeggio something. in there. Did it stop? Uh, oh yeah, it did. Uh, did. That uh, Dave. Yeah, how about that? Hey-o. Keeps All the streak right, so alive of never landing right. on the same person twice. That wheel is magic. So. All right, so I'll do a little uh, little light, quick hit here at the end, uh, still in an idea from uh, good old Adam. Um, so given the fact that we just came off a good vacation with each other, which was a blast, um, spending time with ourselves and our kids and uh, just just enjoying each other's company, um, where's some place that you'd like to take your kids on vacation? Which could be for fun or for education or for both, but like, what's a spot that you'd just really like to take your kids to? And since I asked it, I don't have to go first. Yeah, I've been wanting to, I'll, I'll be brief on this, but I've been thinking about this for the last couple of years. I want to rent a camper and I want to take a road trip to the national parks out in the middle of the country. Go see that area of this country. You know, we, our kids love outdoors. They love hiking. They love camping. Um, I want to take like two weeks, maybe, maybe three over a summer and just plot out, spend, spend a bunch of time. And Dave, this is like right up your alley. Oh yeah. Spend, uh, spend a week just plotting it, just planning it and researching it. Um, and, uh, and then just going on, going on a trip, visiting parks, taking hikes, just hitting all these good spots to just see, see the natural, um, see the natural beauty and landscape of this country that you just can't find on, on this coast. That's, that's where I want to take them. That's not going to happen this year. Uh, we're, we're too close to the start of football season, unfortunately, <laughs> but, um, but that, that is a, that is a major goal of mine in terms of like great experience slash vacation. Right. I love it. I love it. Uh, How about you, Tim? There's a million places, uh, uh, but conversely, uh, since Adam pointed out the natural landscape stuff, I'm going to say I want to take my kids to a to just a big ass city. Uh, uh, New York comes to mm-hmm. mind. Uh, my Bad. brother yeah. lives uh, was a New Yorker for 
uh, gosh, 16, 17 years uh, and recently moved out to Jersey. Um, I'd, I am looking forward to being able to take my, kid, uh, take my kids up there. Um, uh, they live in a quiet little town in Jersey, right on the water, um, going up, but you can take a ferry to uh, New York. And I think that the scale of someplace like Lower Manhattan coming in on a ferry boat uh, yeah. and, and docking in Lower Manhattan is something that will just blow my kids' minds, you know? Yeah. Um, they, they've been to, um, you know, like their their idea of that. That's one thing about the last couple of years, we've stayed pretty close to home. Uh, yeah. One of the things I think we talked about on the podcast was uh, we took a train uh, to Raleigh uh, and, you know, took it into Raleigh. Raleigh's not a particularly big city, but it felt cool and it felt very like um, uh, to be able to take the train into, you know, into Raleigh, get off and just walk around from there. Like they were really digging it. And then we've been, you know, through some cities like um, we've gone on to Cape Cod and we've, you know, um, uh, flown in and out of Boston to do that. But we didn't spend any time in Boston. Um, but now that they're a little bit bigger and I can kind of trust them a little more to, to mm-hmm. navigate, you know, uh, a really busy environment. Uh, I just love the idea of like taking them into the city and, and yeah. showing them around and, you know, yep. taking the subway and, and doing all that cool stuff. I really think they'll, they'll dig that. So, um, yeah, I, I can't be a blast. That'd be a good one. Yeah. I think for me, it's, um, I got two that I can think of. So like one is like, I mean, I didn't get on a plane until I was, 22 years old like um and so and that was and i went to china um and just that was your first flight was to china i technically i was i was on a plane when i was like an infant like a seven month old or something obviously i have no memory but yeah that was it i didn't i didn't travel farther north than dc or farther west than the mississippi uh until i went to china when i was 22 um Right. So you talk about an eye opening experience. Um, and so that's one thing, right? Like just being in a position where, um, same, same as y'all, right. We haven't done much in the last couple of years. And if I do anything now, I think I want, I'd love to go somewhere, um, abroad with the kids just to, just to show up in the middle of a culture and an environment that's just completely different, right. Just for them to live that and kind of soak that in. Um, so that'd be one. And then the other one that I'm really looking forward to, but I think still needs to wait a couple of years um, is I just want to do a big trip to DC with them and just spend a couple of days, you know, in exploring the the history and the culture and, you know, the, the, the nation's capital, right. I, I did a trip there in high school, you know, junior trip and just still have positive memories of that. So kind of back to that point of like deep diving, right. Like, <laughs> well, uh, we'll hit all the, all the landmarks, but um, maybe a little bit of time, I think before uh, they can appreciate and therefore I can enjoy it. So, so I'm about to do great. that trip for the first time uh, in a couple of days. I'll say it's coming up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah we going to take a train up from, I love it from Raleigh. And uh, uh, yeah, despite having a advanced degree in American politics and, Having sort of been to DC uh, once, I've I've never actually like seen the monuments, seen the museums. Man, uh, I think I, I hope you have an amazing trip. I'm so excited for y'all. I'm stoked, man. It's it's gonna be great. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be yeah, so hot. Ninety. I hope you. I hope day. you wear a seersucker 
shorts the it, whole time. That's seriously. And only and we want picture, we want picture of the we want pictures of that for seersucker. Yep. Yeah. Um, and a North Carolina man was forcibly removed from the Smithsonian today <laughs> after refusing to put on a shirt. <laughs> so so something something to close this out is quintessentially guys. Um I was trying to see if there was a jumping off point for, for this topic, but I did not find one. So I'm just going to do this as a total non sequitur. But the last time I saw you, Tim, you were on your way with your wife to lunch and then to go see Maverick. So yes. no spoilers. Wow. What'd you think? So rad. It was yeah. Great. <sighs> yes. Have you seen it, Dave? No. I no, just watched I Top to. Gun on TV, though. Like the other night, it was on but TV. You, that wasn't the first time you've seen. That. No, 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 no. But it's first time I've seen it in a long time. It's yeah. it is everything that a movie should be. It really wow. is. It really is. It's, okay. it's getting like universal applause because it's great. Okay, it's really great. It's you know, it's like it's not gonna you know, it, it's not gonna wow you with um. Uh, it wowed you. Let 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 me let me uh, let me spoil some things for you. No, uh, no, I want I want at, no at some point. Tom Cruise is going to run, okay? Because <laughs> he runs in every movie. Yep. And yep, and at some runner. point he's going to wear a leather jacket because he wears okay. a leather jacket in every movie. That's fair. Yeah, he does. Um, That's fair. Beyond I'll that, take that. Uh, it's it's. it's I got to go see that. Does he he's, wear a leather jacket in Jerry Maguire? I know he I runs know. in Jerry Maguire. Does he yeah. run as long as he runs? Absolutely, he does. runs in that movie. Yeah. yeah. There's there. I, I will say that the uh, the. Um, the leather jacket is a sometimes. The running is an always. <laughs> you know. Okay. That's awesome. We got to right, see dudes. That. Well, hey, this was yeah. fun. Yeah. This is good. This more regularly. Just because you're far away doesn't mean that we can't, you know. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to venture a guess here that this is actually going to cause the, uh, the pace and frequency of the podcast to go up. Because, because now, like, this is this is uh, gonna. It's not as easy to see to see each other all in person now. Thanks, Dave. So yeah, we will have to make sure we do this once a month. But I'm in. I'm in. Also, the edit it's ready. It's ready to post now. It is. Yeah. And and great. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh,